it's Bear Reviews. Tip Tuesday. Hey, yeah. Bear Reviews. Tip Tuesday. Hey, y'all. It's Sean. It's Chris. And we're here with another Tip Tuesday. Tip Tuesday, y'all. Oh, yeah. And guess what the tip is this week, Chris? Sean, I already know. I don't have to guess. Oh, I, guess. I, everyone has that. I mean, I don't know, maybe. Well, why don't you tell everyone what it is then, Chris? Well, this Tuesday, right now, what you're listening to, this tip is very special and dear to my heart. It is how to start investing. Yes, it is, y'all. Y'all. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you want to start investing early because you will compound yo money. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like we shared in previous tips, compounding is very important. And this is a way to compound your money. So All right. Make mad, mad stacks. This is what you got to do to make the mad stacks, y'all. All right? <laughs> yeah. So, first step, like a previous tip, save your money so that you're able to invest it. Yeah. All right? You got to have money. Gotta have some capital. To start. Yep. If you don't, you're start saving. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah. All right? So just like compounding, you want to start as early as possible investing to be able to compound. Yes. All right? So next thing, you want to do a little edumacation. Yeah, figure out what what that stuff is, you know? And understand what investment instruments there are. All right? So, Chris, tell me what one is. All right. Probably the most basic most simple stocks yes sir all right and Sean. what is a stock exactly for the people that don't know well i'm about to educate all you guys a stock is a share of ownership in in a company oh yeah so say say i really believed in a company like bear views company i was like hey i really think these guys are gonna make it big Invest. It's possibility very it's a big possibility you know coming out here high probability yeah 2019 that's our year that's our year all right so <laughs> stocks say you really like a company like bear reviews yep and you think they're gonna go far but they got to be publicly traded right yep publicly traded so you want to buy some ownership in them and there's a share price usually yes always there's always yeah not, <laughs> not usually there's always a share price and then that share price just determines how much you pay Per share. Per share of the company. So each share is like another little bit of ownership, all right? Exactly. Awesome. So typically stocks are released in an in a initial public offering. IPO. Um, IPOs yes, are IPOs. very risky, but typically that's when you'll see the most movement. It's like brand new, fresh on the market. Yeah. Love IPOs. All right. So stocks are also known as equities. Because you have equity in the company, basically. All right. And Sean, I have a question, though. Um, why do companies, like, issue stock? Well, a lot of times it'll be a growing company. Uh-huh. And you want to raise more money. The company wants to raise more money so that they continue to grow. Okay. All right. There's also another uh, thing, reason why. Um you're allowed to have shareholders in your company if you're not public. Yeah. But I believe you're only allowed to have up to, I think it's, I want to say 5,000 or 500. That's interesting. Like investors 
shareholders in your company. Mm-hmm. And once you get to that point, the SEC yes. tells you that you have to go public, have basically. Go public, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of companies I know locally that give out, um, like, shares or whatever, stock to their comp- to their uh, employees, I mean. so Yeah, it's a great benefit. If, there, if you work at a company that has a plan like that, definitely take, take advantage. It. Yeah. All right. So next type of uh, instrument is bonds. So bonds are basically debt that the company's going in the debt, basically, and you're giving them the loan. All right. So you're not taking the loan this time. You're giving a loan, a loan basically. Yeah. It's, bas- it's basically you're lending your money. And it's typically, when you think of a bond, you think of like, government issued bonds or something like that mm-hmm. like you're giving like a 10 year bond so like I give a thousand dollars to the government then I'll get like I mean how much would I get in 10 years I, mean, I have no idea <laughs> it really depends it you depends, can get like yeah. 3% yeah. Um, back from it they're typically safer investments is which is why you get a lower return Yeah. Um, usually a lot less risky there's T-bills which basically have no risk because you're if you're taking a bond from the government they will not default basically all right let's keep this moving uh mutual funds which is a mix of investments i love mutual funds yes this is like the number one thing i think that people should invest you know sean you know all right well i don't know because you know know. i'm not licensed or anything oh yeah yeah no well don't yeah you know not licensed but you know we're out here we have a a good knowledge all right yes well, the good thing about mutual funds, uh, it's generally less risky than like individual stocks because it's like a handful of uh, professionally um, picked stocks. So it's um, typically the winners, not the losers, um, and you get to. Well, gain it's a whole that. basket, so you diversify your portfolio in one fund, mm-hmm. and it makes it so much less risky. All right. Like if I if I had, I'm investing in ten different companies, right? And say one of them does really bad, but the nine other do really well. It's not as big of a loss if I was just investing in like that one company. True that. All right. Hashtag true that. Hashtag next one. All right. ETFs. I love ETFs right. too. So they're basically the same exact thing as a mutual fund. Um, you buy and sell them through a broker, and they com- they combine diversification benefits of the mutual funds with the ease of trading stocks at um, different risk levels basically yeah so they're a lot easier to trade not saying that mutual funds are like hard to trade but it's easier it's easier to like see and I don't know it's more throughout the day it'll give you numbers whereas mutual funds is typically at the end of the day all right so next step after you learn all this, you need to pick an investing strategy. Now there's two main things that you want to think about when you're thinking about your investment uh, investing strategy. A time horizon. Time are you going to be a day trader or are you going to be trading long term? Which best way to trade is long term? Well, there, I saying. think there's advantages to both. Yes. As long as you, if you're if you're super active, you can day trade or swing trade. Um, even like hold stuff for a week or so if you really are yeah try your luck if you want yeah. to okay long term has the best benefits ever because pretty much if you look back in history you get 8% return every single year averaged out over all those years 
which is not bad at all. It's not bad. So it's pretty good. Here comes your next thing: is your risk tolerance. Now, if you have a low risk tolerance, long-term investing, I'm telling you, it's for it's you. The way to go. But if you're really like you don't care, you have money to play around with. Pretty yeah. much, you can day trade. Day trade at your free will. But the thing is, what I would suggest doing before you start going right into day trading, paper trade. You know, see if you would be successful at it or not. Um, uh, there's a lot of programs where you can uh, paper trade with like real market conditions. There's I know. We'll get into some of those later as well. Yeah, some of those later. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they're, they're, they're fabulous. It help, really helps you get experience in the market without actually risking anything. And then you can yep. jump into it to see if you're successful or not. I would recommend doing that even if you're a long-term trader. Yeah. Get into the market. If you, are, if you haven't done it yet, get into the market and use a paper account to like play with fake money so you understand what it's like to have losses, to have gains. Because th- that will play with your emotions when yeah. it's your real money and stuff. And that's one thing you really got to watch out for. And, yeah, another thing with day trading or just trading in general, try to take your emotions out of it. Think of it logically. But, I mean, if it if it is too much to take, obviously, then... Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a, a couple minutes. So, next step, you have to find a brokerage. All right? That's right for you. Dude, I love... I love... Uh, sorry to cut you off. Discount brokerages. Yeah genius so Robinhood, which is a lot of people use especially like kids in college just getting started and stuff like that it's free basically completely free they do have a a gold program but other than that it's completely free um you could trade as much as you want i mean robin following the rules yeah day trading rules whatever but Robinhood's very simplistic um it just gives you basic stats basic information that you can find anywhere else pretty much exactly um so pretty much Robinhood is used to perform the trades and then you have to go out to other programs and and find the information to help you make your trades successfully yeah yes so Robinhood is just a way to put in the trade and get the stuff get returns get whatever Alright, so next one is which is really good is T D Ameritrade. Yes. All right. Beautiful. So now they actually charge you a commission fee for each trade. It's six ninety five per trade, last I looked. Alright. There's no minimum balance. So one thing that a lot of people do is they'll use Robinhood to execute the trades, but then use T D Ameritrade for its great education yeah. and services that they have on there. You know, TD Ameritrade, like Thinkorswim, uh, which is their platform, is beautiful. There's a whole section for paper trading on it. There's a whole section for, like, actually trading. Mm-hmm. And I personally will go on there, just look at the tools they have, do some research. There's, like, scanners. You can get all this stuff and um, really just delve into the whole operation. Analytics and Analytics, stuff like that. Exactly. And then you go into Robinhood and trade on there. Exactly. Execute your trades on there. So that's a good one. And then Vanguard's one for really mutual funds and ETFs. They have so many mutual funds and ETFs. Very low cost to you. Well, and one more yeah. thing that we didn't really get into earlier about mutual funds and ETFs. One big difference is that mutual funds typically you have to have a little more capital capital 
to go into mm-hmm. where ETFs are typically like lower capital. Yeah. Vanguard, I mean, I think a minimum there is like $2,000. Yeah, 2000 I think. Which isn't too bad, but if you're just starting out, you might might not have all that money. And mutual funds are one of those things that you can just like contribute to every month and you'll see like steady returns. So it's one of yep. those things you can kind of just like forget about. I mean, always contribute to your savings account, but like, you know, any of that extra little money, just put away into mutual funds. You'll get returns over time. Yeah, great. And so Vanguard's the place for that, I think. So how much do you need to start is like a common question a lot of beginners will ask. And you really don't need a lot, all right? So obviously there's like a benchmark for a percent of your income. You want to try to invest at least 10% of that. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, again, I'm not licensed or anything like that. But if I was starting with $3,000 to invest, I would put the $2,000 in a mutual fund and get those returns. Yes. But then to learn a little bit more, I would just buy a couple stocks that I'm interested in. I did a little research on, you know? But I mean, and start to like figure out yeah. how it works. And a really big key to this is once you're playing around, you'll start to see, like, don't get shaken when the markets go down, all right? The biggest mistake people make is when their account goes down and they get scared and they want to they sell everything. I love when the markets go down, personally. Yeah. It's an opportunity to make a crap exactly. ton of money. You know? Buy everything at a discount. Exactly. It's like it's like your favorite store. They offer like 50% discount on everything. Yep. Just so, go and buy. <laughs> so an example of this is actually last December. On the 24th was the worst day in December and everyone thought that the markets were going to crash. We were in a bear market. They went down about 20%, I believe. And the next three days over Christmas, the 27th, I believe, they opened up up 5%. Wow. And then the next day, up another percent, which is huge. So if you actually bought some at that 20% downfall there, yeah, you could have made a decent amount of money. And now into January... The markets went up so much. Crazy, crazy amounts. And the big thing is just be patient with it, you know. Yes. And, I mean, don't, as soon as it starts to fall, don't jump in right away. Just see how far, and when you see it start to go up a little, up a little bit. And that's, that's the other thing, though. You don't want to see, like, oh, it's starting to go back up. I'm going to put all my money in because that's another way to lose money. Exactly. You know, if you are comfortable when the markets go down, all right, throw a little bit more money in there, see what happens. Yep. But don't put all your eggs in one basket all right don't throw all your money in and out at the same time if the market's going down and you want to make an adjustment make small adjustments don't take everything out all right that's how everyone loses their money in the markets pretty much and it's a terrible idea so the flip side of that is also like i was saying yeah on the upside all right well i've I've one last thing to say that's like really cool it's called dollar cost averaging you know, put money away every month um, into, like, a certain kind of investment. It doesn't really matter. But, I mean, over time, it'll average out with the markets. You know? Yeah, exactly. So that's definitely one strategy to utilize. All right? So the last tip, like we were talking about earlier, is use that paper account in the beginning. If, yeah. you, haven't, if you have no experience, play with the fake money first. Get to know how to value the stock and get used to losing money as well as gaining it. And a really cool thing with paper trading is, like, treat it as it was your actual money. You know, don't... I mean, I wouldn't start with $100,000. Start with what you're actually going to invest. 
and see what kind of returns you can expect. And this is also a good way to work on your trading and investing skills as you're saving up money. Yes, exactly. All right, so last thing I want to say is leave your emotions at the door. All right? Yeah. If, if there's one tip, you know, you can take away from this um, starting out, just try to control your emotions. And when the markets go down, don't panic. It's, it's really hard. It's really, really hard, but I believe in you. <laughs> we all believe in you. Don't worry. So that's all we got for uh, this Tip Tuesday, and we will uh, catch, catch you, you next time. time.